0: I can only begin my first sermon here with a great big thank you for warmly welcoming me. I feel very much at home here in Naples. Thank you for the generous pounding upon my arrival, filling my cupboards with flour, sugar, ice cream, and hearts of palm, paper products, and fish sauce, and anything else to transplant to Naples might need or want. For those of you who I have not yet met, my name is Marcella Drotti and I want to share with you how I got here today and reflect on our scripture readings. There are two things I can claim being in this life, a Floridian and an Episcopalian. Yes, I am a native, a sixth generation Florida cracker born in the heart of Florida, Winter Park. I was baptized in the hospital only a few minutes after I was born. Doctors were concerned that I would not survive, clearly I did, and this extraordinary care and love given to me at the very start of my life had been a thread weaving throughout my life. One can say that of course any physician or parent would do all things possible to care for a newborn in distress. That's true, but I can mark moments at every age when God's transformative and sustaining love has guided me, whether at crossroads or transition periods, by protecting me from physical danger, or comforting me during substantial grief and pain. God's love bestowed upon me through the ministry of priests and laypersons praying for me and with me, granting absolution, or just by being a calm presence, has brought me here today to share with you and in the years ahead to learn with you. Ever since I was a child, I always wanted to be outdoors. I love climbing trees, building forts with my brother, body surfing in the Gulf of Mexico. This passion for nature illumined my path to a degree in natural resources from Suwanee. After graduation, I worked as an ecologist for 15 years. I loved working in the field, but in my 30s, I had a family and needed to be closer to my baby. It's hard to remember, but cell phones were not a thing in the early 1990s, and truck radios were just not carried on your person. Fortunately, my dad, a priest, and a certified addictions counselor needed an office manager and I could take my infant son to work with me. Here, I received the first tug of a call. I was sitting in his office with little Ben playing on the floor, while dad opened his Bible and read Isaiah's commission in a prophetic vision, the same passage read at my ordination only a few weeks ago. The temple shaking, the holy red curtain, the smoke the seraph taking a hot coal from the altar to the prophet's lips, clearing him of his sin and guilt. That was the beginning of my self-realization of a call. But the sense of call was not fully formed. I needed a little more nudging. Teaching came next. Like other professional moms, I went back to full-time work when my son began school. I was a preschool aide for several years, then earned a certification in high school science to teach biology and environmental science. I struggled with some challenging students. At the start of my third year of teaching, I asked God to help me become a more effective teacher. My understanding grew. I realized that all God was asking me to do was love these children. Science was a means to do that work. That insight made all the difference. Meanwhile, God placed me in a school with experienced, competent and caring faculty who mentored me as I grew in the job. His grace was abundant and my life was full. I continued to grow spiritually and came to the understanding that I wanted an integrated life. I felt a time and energy conflict between school and church. I found that having a single focus is essential to my well-being. Having a foot in two different worlds makes me give short shrift to both. I can say I was successful in my work, whatever job I was doing, but I knew I could live a better life, one more suited to me. As Bishop Smith once told me, it's enough until it's not enough. Ever-present was a tug, or persistent tap on the shoulder I could no longer ignore. The Holy Spirit was calling me to ordained ministry. As a member of Christ's church, I was chosen to be a priest, and this seal on my heart was real. Like others in ordained ministry, the path was chosen for me because nothing else would satisfy my heart, and vastly more important, God's heart for me. God knew me before I was knitted in my mother's womb, providing me with a personality, temperament, strength, the patience, a gift of faith, and the heart for service, as I was an ecologist, a mom, an office manager, a teacher, and now a priest. Pursuing another career was not the easiest thing to do. There were times I seriously considered turning in the towel but God, my community, and I remain committed. Early in my seminary days, on one cold, foggy, Sewanee winter (laughs) afternoon, I was studying in DuPont Library. I looked across the room at my classmate Keith, a retired hospital CFO from Texas, and I said, you know, we could be sitting on the beach in Florida with a margarita in hand, but no, you're over there translating Greek And I'm over here writing my church history paper. But they really were fun times. Yes, Father Edward, it was fun. (laughs) Really. (laughs) God's desire for us is that which fulfills our heart's longest yearning and fulfills God's plan for his kingdom. Paul, in his letter to Ephesians, tells us that Christ is the cornerstone of the temple built upon the foundation of prophets and apostles. And in him, the whole structure is joined together. In Christ, we are assembled together spiritually, both Gentile and Jew, into a dwelling place for God. As Christ's church, each of us has a desire put on our own hearts by God. This desire is God's will and part of the blueprint to build the temple of praise to our Father. Within each of us, in our desires, placed on us by God, and with the gifts given to us in our baptism, is the path towards spiritual growth and an ever-deepening relationship with Christ Jesus. For me, it was ordained ministry. What about for you? What about your ministry? In the gospel, Jesus meets his apostles as they return from casting out demons and healing the sick. He sent them out, as we heard a few weeks ago, and was eager to listen to all that they had done and taught. Jesus was building a relationship with his disciples, sharing in that celebration of return and, in the, and sharing in much-needed rest. Imagine their excitement. Imagine the excitement of Jesus sharing the stories Of their experiences, especially after learning about the heartbreaking murder of his cousin John. He leads his disciples to their next joy, and Jesus' next joy. That is, helping them to discover their deepest desires, the ones placed on their hearts by God, their calling. I've learned some wonderful things about Trinity by the Cove in my first few weeks here. Among them is that this church family is committed to one another and committed to building God's kingdom. I've also learned that Father Nicholas drinks tea, not coffee like the rest of us. (laughs) And there's something about fish here I haven't quite figured out, but I'm eager to experience. (laughs) This church is a place of love, support, and hope, growing the spiritual lives of each one of us being the apple of God's eye, and bringing others to that joy, a place where we all feel God's call in our lives. As your newly ordained priest, I'm excited to learn about all of you. I'm excited to hear your stories and hear your desires for this church and of your own ministries. I'm here to walk with you as you discern what God is calling you to do with your precious life as together we build a temple of praise to God with a foundation of prophets and apostles and Jesus as the cornerstone. Perhaps you think you are already certain of your call or calls. That's wonderful. Perhaps something I said today will uncover some previously silent God desire or curiosity within you. No matter, I encourage you to follow that tug on your heart because that call is for you. It is God's call for you. Father Edward and Father Nicholas and I are only an email or phone call away to wonder about these things together with you. Wouldn't it be fun to see where all that call takes you to make something new in the world as we joyfully continue building God's holy temple?